the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. All right, well, hello everybody. Uh, we are safely ensconced in the Todd Starnes Show bunker, and uh, I hope you're doing well, wherever you might be. I know there's a lot of concern out there, a lot of worry, and we will, we're will we going to do our best to walk everybody back from the ledge. Uh, that is the purpose of uh, this talk radio program. Uh, anyway, good to have you with us uh, today. There is a lot of concern about tomorrow, uh, what's going to happen tomorrow, this day of jihad that has been declared by the Muslims. By the way, Everybody's now starting to talk about the religious component of all of this as if somehow a light bulb clicked on. But we've been talking about this, the religious aspect of what's happening from day one, because this is about Muslims waging jihad against the Jewish people. And uh, tomorrow, the the Hamas leader now calling for a, a global jihad against everybody, the Christians and the Jews. That's us, by the way. Um, so a lot of people are saying, Todd, are you worried? No, we, well, first of all, we have one of the most fortified bunkers in all of conservative talk radio. You say, well, Todd, how can you be, how can you be fortified against the radical jihadist? Well, the answer is very simple. Uh, I broadcast this show from Memphis, Tennessee. We are the barbecue capital of the world. We actually have a, a perimeter surrounding the news bunker of slow cookers. And I'm going to tell you, the Islamists are not going to get anywhere near the pork. That's all I'm telling you. So we are very safe here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, but it is something that you need to be aware of, to be vigilant, and to be prepared. I was listening to a, a radio interview. Our good friend Ben Dieter from our Memphis affiliate, KWAM, uh, interviewed Congressman Andy Ogles today. And Andy Ogles uh, said, hey, look, you got to be prepared. Uh, because of the policies of the Biden administration, they have put a great big bullseye on every single one of us. And we don't know how many of the jihadists are currently lurking among us. And there's probably going to be a good many. So we need to be very, very careful over the next, really next little while. I mean, there may, look, tomorrow may be a very bad day. Tomorrow, may maybe nothing happens tomorrow. Maybe it happens the day after. But you can't live your, your life in fear. Be not afraid is what the good book tells us, right? Because, and why is that? Why is it that we should not be afraid? Because God is with us. But I'm telling you, it's it's a good idea to have some extra food on hand. 
Good idea to have some extra jugs of water. If you've got some some of those big gallon milk jugs, wash them out and uh, maybe put some extra water in the fridge. It's always good to be prepared. We talk about that a lot on this radio program. You can't rely on the government for everything. And quite frankly, it would be a good idea to head on down to your local armory, your local gun store, and maybe stock up. You say, Todd, there you go again. There you go again. You know, you're always it's always the hyperbole with you, Starnes. Really? You, you want to talk about hyperbole? Let me ask you a question. How many of those folks in the kibbutzes over in Israel, how many of those people imagined that there would not even be a knock on the door, but a bunch of Muslims would be storming into their homes and slaughtering their wives and their children? How, how many people actually thought that could happen? Did you ever think something like that could happen? In this world? I mean, yeah, it's a crazy world, but did you ever think something like that could happen? I I don't think those Jews over there in Israel went to bed last Friday thinking, oh, uh, we better be careful and we better be prepared because somebody might come in and slaughter us. Nobody thinks like that. Nobody thought about that. Nobody thought that we would actually be talking about an enemy so vile that they would come in and chop off the heads of babies. Which, by the way, the photographs have now been released because people were beginning to say, oh, that really didn't happen. Oh, it happened. Nobody's nobody's talking. Nobody thought that there would be a moment in time when somebody would actually set fire to a, 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 a child. No, nobody thought that. Nobody thought that you would be at an outdoor music concert, a peace festival, And may I just, for just a moment, for just a moment, and I don't want to insert politics into this, but just for a moment, think about this. What are the odds that just about everybody at that peace festival was some sort of a raging liberal leftist who in their heart of hearts thought that music and maybe a little pansy or a tulip given to a Muslim would actually solve all the problems in the world? Why do you... Why do you think they had that festival right there on the border of Gaza? Because they thought just maybe, just maybe the Gazans would hear the music and they would feel the love and that all would be made well and there would be peace in the land. That's how a lot of people think, even in this country. They think, oh, just a handshake or a hug will make things better. You you cannot negotiate with these people. And I hear, I hear it now, and we're starting to see this in, in, in Congress and in the news here. And, and trust me on this, folks, the mood is about to shift, and it's going to be shifting away from Israel. And you watch, it's already starting. Bernie Sanders with some horrible, despicable comments accusing the Israelis of war crimes. But I, I hold that thought for just a moment. But th- the shift is going to happen. But even here in this country, how many times have we seen the leftist we were talking about this last week where you've got these leftists out there and they're trying to help these people and then they get, get they get slaughtered. They get killed themselves. Understand this. And those young people now and, and the new generation of young people, the Gen Zers in Israel overnight became very conservative because they realized the enemy does not want to make peace. You talk about a negotiated peace. Even now, our Secretary of State is over there. Antony Blinken is over there right now 
cautioning the Israelis not to go too far. I say turn Gaza into a glass parking lot. That's what needs to happen. Israel has to send a message to the world that you mess with us, we will destroy you. And you know what? That's what we ought to be doing when it comes to our people. You cannot negotiate. There can never be a negotiated peace with Gaza. You know why? Because they want to destroy Israel. That's why. Israel, and and you're not going to be getting a lot of this information in the media. Israel removed itself from Gaza in 2005, right? 2005, the Israelis left. You're on your own, people. Now, the Gazans had every opportunity to make to make Gaza City Hong Kong or Singapore. They had they could have it could have looked like Abu Dhabi. They could have transformed radically transformed Gaza City into a beautiful destination. But look at what look at what the, the Muslims have done. It is a third world hellhole. That's not on Israel. That's not on Israel. That's on Gaza. And you know why? You know why? It's because they don't care about the Gazan people. Look, the Gazans elected Hamas, so you get what you vote for. They're in power. They're in charge. But I want you to think long and hard about something because there is going to be another, there's going to be another narrative emerging in the media, and this will happen very soon, and it will happen swiftly. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we just can't be we can't be lumping all of the Muslims in together, known because there are there are so many good and decent and kind Muslims, and they're not beheading babies, they're not burning the children alive. It's very unfair of you, Todd. It's very unfair for you to lump all of their religion into one. Okay, let me ask you a question. Could you please direct me to the video of the Muslim community marching in the streets, condemning the slaughter of innocent Israeli babies? Could any of you do that? Is that possible? Is Has anyone out there seen Muslims? And I'm not even talking about a 1,000. I'm talking about 10. Anybody? Have you seen them marching in the streets? Have you seen them holding the press conferences, condemning what's happening over there? Last night, I was with a number of Christians and Jews, and it did my heart good to see over a 1,000 people in Memphis, Tennessee, turning out and standing together in solidarity, saying, we are not going to support the terrorists. We are not going to support Hamas. We are standing with Israel. We are standing with our Jewish brothers and sisters, our neighbors. And that message came from even a lot of Democrats. We're controlled by Democrats here. But it did my heart good to see the Democrats in office, the mayor of Memphis, Jim Strickland, he and I disagree on everything. He says it's cloudy outside. I say it's sunny. But last night he stood up and forcefully, forcefully, I have never seen a Democrat forcefully condemn terrorism and Hamas like he did last night. So where are the Muslims? Where are they? Where are they? Why are they not speaking out? And you need to ask yourself that question. When you start seeing the the reports, well, we have to stand in solidarity with our American Muslim community. 
I want to know where is that American Muslim community and why aren't they out there standing in solidarity with Israel? Why aren't they? And I'll tell you the reason why. Because they all want to see Israel wiped off the face of the earth. And if they did not, they would be speaking out. What is it that Bonhoeffer told us? What is that? Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. We got a lot of evil out there, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of evil. All right. Um, we're going to take a break. Right now, we're watching Newsmax's coverage um, of Benjamin Netanyahu, also Antony Blinken. Uh, they're holding a joint press conference in Israel. We're going to be monitoring that. A lot happening, a lot of breaking news coming your way, and we're going to get to all of it today. 844-747-8868. I'm curious, how are you preparing for this day of jihad? What are you doing to protect your family? And also, do you stand with Israel? Yes or no? 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. It seems like every day I'm sharing another story with you where our God-given freedoms are under attack. But it shouldn't be this way, and it doesn't have to be. Join Alliance Defending Freedom and be a champion for freedom by helping defend your God-given rights. ADF is on the front lines representing Americans every day like you and me in court free of charge when their First Amendment freedoms are being violated. Your partnership will help ensure that you can live your life, lead your family, run your business, and practice your faith according to your deeply held beliefs. Just $19 a month will help fuel the fight to protect our freedoms. Visit ToddSterns.com. That's ToddSterns.com and click the Champions for Freedom banner. And pledge your monthly gift of $19 or more to ADF or give your most generous one-time gift. Visit ToddSterns.com or call 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Uh, Good to have you with us today. By the way, uh, an update on this story we told you about at the University of Memphis where you had a Palestinian, a pro-Palestinian mob of students. They were allowed to protest and hold a rally on campus. They were allowed to march on campus, and they were shouting slogans about, quite frankly, wiping Israel off the face of the earth. A young man who walked by shouted out Israel in support of the nation of Israel, And the mob became enraged and began cursing at this kid, and they chased him into the student center. This happening at the University of Memphis in the south. Fortunately, that kid's okay. Meanwhile, we got word this morning that one of the Jewish clubs on campus was was papered with these anti-Jewish pamphlets. And this happened after that march, after that protest. And still not a word of condemnation coming from the administrators at the University of Memphis. Meanwhile, over at Harvard, 34 student groups have signed this letter blaming the whole situation on Israel. And the good news is that a a bunch of CEOs, chief executive officers, have announced that they're going to start a blacklist. They're hunting down right now the very names of these young people that are in this these groups. And we're talking about some pretty nefarious groups like the Muslim Student Association, for one. Which, by the way, the Muslim Brotherhood has significant ties to, and this has been well documented in the past. 
So anyway, they're putting together this list because, heaven forbid, you would actually go out and hire someone from Harvard thinking they were very well qualified when, in fact, they turned out to be nothing more than a raging anti-Semite, a Jew hater. So I say good for you, billionaire CEOs, Bob Ackman, billionaire hedge fund guy heading up that effort. And I say good for you. Meanwhile, you've got all of these uh, folks in New York City that are chanting. Did you hear what happened in Times Square? This is unbelievable. You got to, you've got hundreds of Muslims that were allowed to take over Times Square, the crossroads of the world. And they brought out the prayer rugs. They brought out, I mean, every, I mean, there are hundreds of them, and they're chanting over and over again in Times Square, Allah Akbar. This is um, a little bit of audio from this this rally that was allowed to be held in Times Square. Cut 12. Done being tortured and hurt and judged. This is the correct religion. This is the religion that all of humanity needs to be a part of Islam. And we will not stop until it enters every home. So I want you to repeat after me. I want to hear it in every single district. It should tremble. Brooklyn should hear it. The Bronx should hear it. Queens should hear it. Say it as if the Ummah depends on this, my brothers and sisters. La ilaha illallah. There is no God worthy of worship. Uh, there, uh, <laughs> New York City, ladies and gentlemen. New York City. I want to have a moment. I would just want to have a moment of personal privilege. May I talk to the far liberal gay community for just a moment? Just the, many of this this rally was taking place just a block away from all of the musical theaters. And I would say what I'm just going to spitball. Ninety nine point two percent of the theater community in New York City is of the gay persuasion. I'm not judging. I'm just I, I, I'm getting to a point here. All of you liberal, far-left gays out there listening, uh, all those folks that were chanting out there, yeah, they want to kill you too, right? It's not just the Christians and the Jews. They're coming after all of us. And you better wake up, ladies and gentlemen, because this is going to get very, very ugly. Now you say, Todd, are you saying that every person in time? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that radical Islam wants to slaughter all of us. That was the whole point of 9-11. They were waging jihad on American soil. They ought to be teaching that in public schools, but I don't think they are. But this is a, this is a war. To, this is a holy war to these people, and they want to get rid of all of us. So am I concerned about jihad? I'm concerned about jihad every day because we don't know what's been coming across. Actually, we do know what's been coming across that border because we have seen the evidence. And the reality is that there are sleeper cells in this country, and they will be activated one day. Will that be tomorrow? I do not know. I hope and pray never. But they are here, and they are living among us. And there are a whole heck of a lot of them in New York City. And you talked about you. You heard you heard the guy as he's uh, shouting on the microphone, and he's talking about how they want. They want Islam to enter every home, right? You heard that, right? They want Islam to enter every home. When he said that, I, I, I just could not help but think about those Israeli families when Islam entered their homes. 
in the early hours of Friday and Saturday, and they were slaughtered in their homes. In the name, by the way, of the religion of peace. You let that sink in. All right, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. We'll be right back. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304, and start investing today. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Good to have you with us today. It was was funny. One of our great listeners said, Todd, what we ought to do is uh is we ought to get um and talking about barbecue is that what we ought to do is get those kevlar vest and and somehow attach bacon to the kevlar vest and that way you could walk around in public and you would never have to worry about getting getting attacked by the islamic radicals right it's a brilliant idea the problem is you'd have to change the bacon out a a lot just a, a lot so the bacon industry, I'm sure, would love it, but I'm not sure if that's actually affordable. But it's a good thought. I uh, want to share this before we go to the phones, and we are going to the phones here in just a moment, 844-747-8868. So a lot of people are trapped, and we've heard estimates as many as 25,000 Americans are trapped in Israel and cannot get back because a lot of the flights are being canceled. It is very difficult. It's not impossible to get out of Israel, but it's very difficult. So. The Biden administration says, okay, here's the deal. We're going to try to help get you out, but you have to sign a a promissory note promising to pay back the federal government for your, your airline ticket out of Israel. Now, I want you to think about something here for a moment. At this very moment, we are allowing thousands of illegals to cross into our country illegally. We are then taking those illegal aliens, those criminals, and we are putting them on airplanes at taxpayer expense, and we are flying them all over the United States of America. They're not having to spend a penny. Meanwhile, we have law-abiding taxpayers that are stuck in a war zone, and the Biden administration says, we're happy to get you out, but you got to put down a credit card down payment first. Does that make any sense to you, America? I'm telling you, all you folks out there that are you have loved ones in Israel right now, you need to tell them to get the heck out of there because the Biden administration is going to botch an emergency evacuation. They did it in Afghanistan, and they're 
They're about to do it again in Israel. All right, let's go to the phones, 844-747-8868. Let's start with Anna in Georgia, listening to us on WDUN. Hi, Anna, what's going on? Hello, Todd. I was just thinking about this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these uh, chanting and what have you on the uh, college campuses are being conducted by some of those people that slip through the, the cracks at the uh at the border um they you know they've got something to gain by doing that and they're bold enough to go onto a, a you know a high school or a college campus and start their mess uh you know i just um i i don't know everything is such on their on its head but i really do believe that that could that could happen Anna, I, Anna I, I am not surprised that this is happening, but clearly talking points have gone out because a lot, a lot of these kids are using the same language, the same verbiage. Uh, so it looks to me like somebody has been disseminating these talking points to these left-wing groups. And this is happening on just about every university in the nation right now. Yeah, that doesn't sound like something... I don't know. It just seems a little weird that all of a sudden all these kids are coming out. I don't think they're really the kids. It could be. You know, they could be. Uh, they're so idealistic that they might be uh, getting some bad information. But they've got uh, those people that come through the border, the ones that don't have our interests at heart, they're really, they really, they really hate us. So they'll do anything to do to, to get what they want. Anna, I think every every person listening ought to be calling their local universities and expressing their great displeasure with what's happening. And then I would announce that I am withholding all funding. But beyond that, I'd be contacting state lawmakers because they're the ones that hold the purse strings to a lot of these universities. Uh, you folks in Tennessee, you need to be calling your state representatives and uh, and have them get on the University of Memphis. That that's just unacceptable. That it's happening in our in my own backyard. I am disgusted by this. Yeah. All right, Anna. Appreciate that call, and uh, thank you for listening. And by the way, I heard again. I was listening to KWAM. That's my morning show. I listen to uh, in Memphis as I'm getting ready for the show, doing show prep. And I heard our good friend Steve Gill make a very interesting point. You think the University of Memphis would let kids walk through campus waving Confederate flags? Hell no. There would have been, not only would they have said absolutely not, they would have called in the police, they would have held press conferences, there would be people marching in protest of the Confederate flags being on campus. So explain to me why it's okay to fly that Palestinian flag on the University of Memphis campus while you're saying you want to eradicate the Jews. Explain that to me. By the way, uh, this there's new video coming in out of London. And now you've got the Muslims. That whole city's been overrun, by the way. So you've got the Muslims that are now driving in the streets in cars, with um, and, and they're shouting. They're waving Palestinian flags, and they're literally shouting out of their vehicles. And I'm not even going to ask, Dylan, I'm not going to ask you to get this audio. It is so disgusting. But they're saying, blank the Jews, rape their daughters. Blank the Jews, rape their daughters. This is in London right now, folks. London. All right, let's go to Statesville, North Carolina, WSIC, our great radio station there. Keith, what's on your mind, Keith? Hey, Todd. Um, I, I remember during the Arab Spring when uh, 
the Obama administration toppled Muammar Gaddafi and Mubarak from Egypt and and all those migrants, all those immigrants or whatever you call them, went to Europe. And I remember seeing videos of just lines of people walking through through the country with, I guess, no place to go. And these European countries took them in. Well, to, in my my opinion, that was the beginning of the end of the way of life in Europe. And I feel like this is what's beginning to happen to us because those Muslims, they don't believe in abortion. They, they're they going to have babies after babies after babies. And they're going to take over those European countries. And they're going to take over America. They have all, almost already got London. I, I believe if they if they got it together and wanted to take over that city or they, even that country, they could probably do it without any problem at all. To your and point, Keith, think- Keith, to your point, um, the, the Telegraph newspaper, one of the big newspapers in the U.K., actually said that Muhammad is now the most common name for baby boys born in London. Well, that doesn't surprise me, Todd. And, you know, and how, how long ago was that when, when that migration took effect in, in Europe? Well, that was, that? During the, yeah, that was during the Obama administration. As a matter of fact, that was Barack Hussein Obama's big signature thing was the Arab Spring, remember? When he went on the big apology tour yes, and he sir. gave the big speeches to all the Muslim students, I, you could well, you could make the argument that Obama is responsible for a lot of the unrest right now that's happening across Europe. So we're thinking maybe 2010, 15 to 20 years from 2010, Europe is going to be changed, told. No doubt about it. I, I think you could already make the argument it has. I mean, there are literally some places in Paris that are no-goes for uh, people who are of the, the Christian faith. So I think I think you are, you're right on the money there. Keith, appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. Let's go to Pennsylvania. And Tom is on the line. Hey, Tom, what's going on? How are you doing, Todd? I, I'm doing well. Uh, Thank you for asking. When you said about putting the smokers around the station, it reminded me back after 9-11, one of the small ammunition companies, they were raising money for the victims of 9-11, and they were making hollow-point ammunition with a piece of pork in it. The idea was if you shot, shot one of the Muslims with it, I think they were called jihadi killers or something, you know, if you shot them and the pork got in them, they wouldn't get their verge. Yeah, this there's a group. Tom, you're not making you are not making this up. Uh, I'm going to read this from ABC News. This is back in uh, 2013, and there's actually a company in Idaho, and it's called. This is great. It's called Jihog Ammo, and it was started by a guy, guy named Brendan Hill, uh, and in Cordelone, Idaho, and he literally sells boxes of gun cartridges that are made with pork products. Yeah, I wouldn't lie to you, Todd. No, I, Tom, I look, I know you are a good and decent <laughs> and honorable man. I know that. 
But I'm just, you know, when people say there's no way, no, there is a way. It's true. As a matter of fact, there is video, Tom. Uh, someone sent this to me yesterday. There's video of an Israeli soldier, or at least someone purporting to be an Israeli soldier, literally dipping his bullets in pig fat. Uh, really? Can't confirm <laughs> if it's an actual Israeli soldier or not, but it's it's out there on the, on the Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. Tom? You know, I was thinking, you hear these people all protesting in favor of the uh, the jihad stuff. You know, if, if you're a human being, I don't care if you're anti-Semitic or what, killing babies, you know, it doesn't matter what the babies are. That's wrong, and everybody in the world should be able to agree on that. You know, I, I just don't get it. Tom, it, it's I, infuriating, I, and, that's what can, and that's what people... Look, it's like chasing rabbits, right? You've got to focus on this and keep asking yourself, why are the Muslims not condemning this? Why are they Why are they not speaking out? And and you have to ask that question. And and we do on this program. And I'm just challenging people. If you've seen a massive Muslim protest in support of Israel in your community, you let us know, and we will salute those people. Yeah, it's really scary. It All really right. Is. Yep. Tom, appreciate yeah. that call, and thank you for listening. Yeah, this Brendan Hill guy, he developed the technology for the cartridges with his wife, and he said, look, this is not about shooting Muslims. It's not about committing violence against Muslims. He says this is about peace through pork. And if the Muslims, if, if the invading horde of radical Muslims knows that the bullets are laced with pork, then they will back away. They will turn around and go the other way. I I think this is a very noble effort, right? Because he's not wanting to go out there and shoot anybody. He's wanting to prevent that from happening. And by alerting people, maybe just maybe what we ought to do, I mean, if we have to, God forbid, we've got to send our troops over there, is we just send out the first brigade of, of, pork, of pork. I mean, just have like a bunch of hogs, right? Just... Send them out ahead of us. <sighs> Folks, I'm telling you, it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane what's happening in this world right now. But, folks, understand this. This is a religious war, and it will be coming to our doorstep very soon. 844-747-8868 is our phone number. That's 844-747-8868. Hold on. I was going to go to break. I've already gotten a piece of hate mail. You're just making this up. You're, there's no such thing as a jihad. All right. All right. ABC News, June 24th, 2013. And if you need a time stamp, that's 1039 a.m. I believe that's Eastern time. You can Google it. You can look it up for yourself. We don't make stuff up on this program. This is the Todd Stern Show. When the government used emergency edicts during COVID to restrict the gathering and worship of churches, three pastors facing the risk of imprisonment, unlimited fines, and their own churches being ripped apart, took a courageous stand and reopened their doors in the face of a world that chose to comply. The Essential Church is a feature-length documentary that explores the struggle between the church and government throughout history. This fascinating story uncovers those who've sacrificed their lives throughout history for what they truly believe in. 
we discover why the church is essential and how we prove that this stand remains true from a scientific, legal, and most importantly, biblical perspective. This is not your typical movie. It'll change your life. You need to see this movie with your friends and family. The Essential Church is streaming today exclusively at SalemNow.com. That's Essential Church, streaming at SalemNow.com. All right, I want to give you an update here. Uh, House Republicans meeting behind closed doors again. Folks, this, this speaker... This speaker race is insane, and I just want to—I just want to share some some professional tips for the Republicans out there on Capitol. This is a pro tip: if you plan on pulling the pin and throwing the grenade, you better have a plan before you do that. But clearly, Congressman Matt Gates and all that crowd—they did not have a plan. So we know yesterday or day before yesterday, the the days are sort of all mushy right now with this war. But uh, the Republicans met behind closed doors, had a secret ballot. Scalise came out on top. Jordan came in second, trailing, but not by much. And now the reporting is from Newsmax, Scalise still does not have the votes. There will not be a vote. And they're meeting behind closed doors again. Time Magazine is reporting that a lot of this has to do with Steve Scalise. It turns out that since 2011, he's been spending a lot of money on beef. And to the tune of a half a million dollars, Steve Scalise spent a half a million dollars at the Capitol Grill alone on steaks. Got to cut back on the red meat, Congressman. You know, you got to mix it up. A little chicken, a little salmon in there. Too much red meat going to get you the gout. Anyway, uh, Time Magazine says that a lot of people are now very concerned, very alarmed at his spending habits. You know, the only thing the taxpayers hate worse than pork is high-dollar beef. I'm telling you. Let's go to Scott in Portland, Maine. Hey, Scott, what's going on? Hey, Todd. God bless you, first and foremost. Thanks for everything you do. Quick points. Um, I called in a couple weeks ago about the transgender runner in Maine. You had just touched on that story, and I said that... uh, Nobody in Maine had picked up the story other than one gentleman. Just an update, that runner won his first girls' race yesterday. Just just mind-blowing, and, and, you know, so few people are saying anything about it. That they're, they're basically saying that this is okay, right? When, when, when there's silence, you're saying nothing. You're condoning it. Um, and it's just unacceptable that a boy who was ranked 162nd in the boys' division became ranked, I think, fourth in the girls' division and then goes out and wins a race. Uh, that's the first point. And the second point is yesterday in beautiful downtown Portland, Maine, the Democrat Socialists of America and a couple of other socialist organizations were out there supporting the jihad uh, and the uh, Hamas. And very few of our Democratic politicians had anything to say about it. Just wanted to get your thoughts. All right. Well, Scott, appreciate that call. I wish I had more time, but we, uh, we're we running up against uh, the, the break here. Uh, but I, I will address the, the latter part. And again, uh, Open Line Friday, folks, whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about on Open Line Friday. Um, am I surprised that the socialists are marching in Portland, Maine? No, I am not. And the reason why is because they're marching in Memphis, Tennessee as well. Do you realize the socialists of Memphis shared the same Black Lives Matter graphic saluting the paragliders? 
who went in and slaughtered all the kids at the concert? That's happening in Memphis, Tennessee. So, yes, I do believe that kind of stuff is happening in Portland, Maine. That's why, you know, a few days ago, I warned you, you know, this this day of jihad that's going to happen tomorrow, it's important for everybody to pay attention because it's not just the big cities. You've got these radical extremists all over the place. you got them in Portland, Maine. you got them in Salem, Oregon. you got them in Memphis, Tennessee, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. You guys have them as well. They're literally all over the place. And I'm telling you, you need to be stocking up on food, you need to stock up on water, and you need to stock up on your ammo. you got to do whatever you can to be prepared. That's all. And keep in mind, there is no Second Amendment right in Israel, so a lot of those poor people had no way to defend themselves, none whatsoever. The only people with guns in those neighborhoods were the Muslim radicals. Just want to keep that in mind. All right, hang tight we got a lot of people calling in. We're going to get to your calls. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506. Promo code Starns. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh yeah. All right, well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program, happily broadcasting on 140 radio stations around this great United States. Hope you're doing well today. We've got a lot. A lot happening uh, this hour of the program. By the way, coming up, Congressman Andy Biggs, Brigadier General John Tykert is going to be here. Uh, Former Congressman Dave Bratt from Liberty University will be joining us as well. There is a crazy story developing in Colorado where a state representative is under fire for refusing to condemn Hamas. And we have seen this play out all over the, um, really all over the United States, where Democrats have uh, refused to condemn what's happening. I want to go, and we've got some audio here. Let's take a listen. 
And I think it's despicable what they're protesting for and what you're protesting for. And the fact that you can't condemn women and children and elderly people being murdered in the streets. What about it? Do you condemn it? I already said. Why can't you say yes? Because I already gave you my answer. You didn't give an answer. And every, I think anybody who would watch this would understand what your actual position is. Three people that are going to watch your video wrestle. All right. That was State Representative Tim Hernandez, a Democrat. Now, Scott James is a Republican candidate for office in Colorado. He joins us now on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, Scott, good to have you with us. Uh, what's your reaction to what Hernandez just just did there? It's despicable. It's deplorable. It just simply should not happen. When we start losing, when we start losing the understanding of one another's humanity because of our political ideology. We've taken it to an entirely new level, Todd, and it's it's unconscionable uh, what this representative, who, by the way, was appointed, not elected, but appointed in August, has, uh, has refused to say. Now, again, Scott, uh, you guys are in the throes of campaign. Are you running for state office here, or are you running for, the, for Congress? I am running for the 8th Congressional District here in, in Colorado. It's the new one that Republicans lost by just 1,632 votes in 2022. Uh, it is time that the Republicans take it back because this type of representation, so to speak, that we're seeing out of Representative Hernandez is not in- indicative of everyday Coloradans. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm just curious why, you know, we, and we hear this in other parts of the country as well, a very conservative constituents, and yet these radicals are, are getting elected. How is that happening in, in Colorado? Well, they're not getting elected, Tim. That's the interesting situation. Colorado General Assembly will uh, will resume its, its work in January with 25% of its body appointed by vacancy committees. Colorado is one of two states in the nation that continue to utilize vacancy committees. Uh, This gentleman received 29 votes and is now representing some 169,000 people in Colorado. He he was appointed to this seat that was left vacant by uh, a woman who was elected to Denver City Council. He was appointed to this, this seat by the most extreme in the Democrat Party. Again, it's not indicative of what Coloradans are about. So the committees themselves, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this, uh, so you're going to have to help me out here. So the committees that sure. choose the people who are not voted into office, who selects the committees? Uh, they are party activists. They are oftentimes appointed by party apparatus. Uh, a vacancy committee should be elected in the caucus process. But we all know with absolute low turnout and low participation in, in the caucus and assembly process, these are often uh, appointed by uh, by party officers and by party insiders, and it becomes the most extreme of the the extreme. But quite frankly, it it moves to the extremes on both sides of of the political spectrum. And what you're seeing is is not indicative of Coloradans, but of the extremeness that exists in the Colorado Democrat Party. All right, um, Scott James on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, a Republican candidate for the eighth congressional district in Colorado. Uh, this representative, state representative Hernandez, is in the state house. There, um, is there any recourse? I have to imagine people are are just enraged that this guy cannot go out there and condemn Hamas. Simply put, he cannot be recalled. Uh, he wasn't elected. He can be uh, the, the the Colorado General Assembly when they get back in session after the first of the year 
can elect to censor the man. They can elect to expel the man. Uh, but uh, as far as any sort of voter recourse, right now there is none. So, uh, again, just so I'm understanding, um, w- he will be in office until when? I mean, will voters ever have an opportunity to, to go to the polls? He has been uh, uh, sworn in, so he officially holds the title of, of state representative. He was appointed in August. Uh, if he decides to run for re-election in 2024, which one would assume that he would, that's when the, uh, the voters can weigh in on this gentleman. Uh, but right now, the, the true electorate has not spoken on who is a representative in this particular uh, Colorado House seat. So so I'll just cut right to the chase. We do that a lot on this radio program, uh, Scott. <laughs> uh, do you think this guy's a Jew hater? I I cannot can I I cannot attest to what is in another individual soul. I so for me to make that that leap, uh, Todd is 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 difficult for me. Well, let me but ask you we this: We can judge it... one by their actions. We can judge one by their their words. How one cannot condone the beheading of babies and the raping of their mothers is absolutely beyond me. Yeah, and that's I mean, let me maybe I'll, let me rephrase it. Is it a fair question to ask? Of the, of, of the state representative? It is certainly a fair question to ask of him, but it's one that you would ask of him. For me, for you to ask me to, to judge uh, what he believes is, is, is difficult. Well, it's just, I just don't know what to think of people who cannot form an opinion, especially elected representatives, if they cannot form an opinion on whether or not it is wrong to, to behead a baby or to burn a child alive. Uh, that says a lot about that individual, in my estimation. Todd, you and I are are people of faith. I I know you to be a man of faith. And we need to look at this situation for what it is. It is good versus evil. And when elected representatives can't stand up and recognize what time it is, per se, when we cannot stand up and and be adults in the room and condone uh, evil when we see it, and how can you judge this to be anything but evil when we would when we would rather defend our politi- political ideologies than to recognize evil? How could we possibly represent a constituency in the state of Colorado? I think that I think Coloradoans expect their leaders to be adults in the room, regardless of their political ideologies, to recognize that which is good, to recognize that which is bad and to point out as such. Uh, well said. And, uh, folks, you can go to scottjames4co.com. That's Scott James for Colorado. scottjames4co.com if you want to get information on his congressional campaign. And it seems to me there needs to be some election reform going on in Colorado if you've got that many people serving in the state house who have not even stood before the voters yet. That's insane to me. It is a uh, matter for the Secretary of State, the Colorado General Assembly, to address, but I would agree with you. Uh, 25% of the people that uh, represent Coloradans will be appointed and not elected come January of 2024. Shocking. All right. Well, Scott, appreciate you phoning in today, and uh, best of luck to you out there on the campaign trail. And good for you speaking out against this uh, state representative. Shame on him. Todd, it's an honor to chat with you, and I agree. Game on him. All right. Scott James, everybody, uh, go and check out his website, scottjames4co.com. And you heard Tim Hernandez again refusing to condemn Hamas. Uh, let's play this play this audio one more time. And I think it's despicable what they're protesting for and what you are protesting for. And the fact that you can't condemn women and children and elderly people being murdered in the streets. What about it? 
Do you condemn it? I already said. Why can't you say yes? Because I already gave you my answer. You didn't give an answer, and every I think anybody who would watch this would understand what your actual position is. Three people that are going to watch your video wrestle. All right. Well, there you go. Um, man's a Jew hater. That's all there is to it. I appreciate. I appreciate Scott James saying what he just said. But I'm not running for office, and I can speak my mind. And if you cannot, if you cannot condemn little babies in the in their little cribs being beheaded, then you hate Jews. That's all there is to it. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Uh, let's, take a, uh, let's take a call before we go to break. Mooresville, North Carolina. Ronnie on the line. Hey, Ronnie, what's going on? Uh, Todd, appreciate you taking my call. I just wanted to uh, mention one thing. I think uh, all the people of America need to realize that because of our Second Amendment, things like this don't happen in America. They can say what they want, but this is why we don't have things like this going on here. Well, Ronnie, I would, you know, I've, I've got to disagree with you there. I mean, we had 9-11 happen in America. These were Muslims who were waging jihad, and that's what this is. This is global jihad we're looking at here. So, yeah, I mean, it did happen, but to your point, they're not going door-to-door because they're, you know, just about everybody is packing heat in this country. Exactly. They're, they're, uh, they're not going to come in here on foot or drop out of the sky the way they did over there. That's not going to happen. I just don't believe it will. They got to have to be awfully, awfully brave to come over here and do something like that. I just, they may fly a plane or send a, a, a bomb, but they won't come in here on foot. I promise you that. Well, um, I, I can say all I can, I can speak to the southern states. Those are my people, Ronnie, and I can, I can promise you, they try something like that down here. It's going to be over very quickly. Uh, because the Southern people, we don't mess around with that nonsense. Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Storms. I appreciate you. Uh, Ronnie, God uh, bless. Appreciate it. Um, and he's right. They won't do that in North Carolina. By the way, North Carolina, you had a bunch of Democrats that walked out of your state house. This is unbelievable. You had people walking out, your elected Democrat leaders, walking out of your state house. They, state house. they refused to sign on to a resolution standing with Israel and condemning Hamas. What is going on in North Carolina? All right, we got to take a break. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is the Todd Starnes radio program. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Mike in Maine, WLOB. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind, Mike? Todd, you know, I was, I've was i heard uh, a lot of the Republicans talking about the $6 billion, but none of them have talked about the violation of the Taylor Force Act. Now, are you aware of what the Taylor Force Act is? No, I'm not. It Why don't you trying- go ahead and uh, fill me in here? Yeah, well, and, uh, Taylor Force was an Army veteran who was killed. He was stabbed to death by a Palestinian terrorist in Tel Aviv in 2016. And in 2018, Donald Trump signed into law the Taylor Force Act. Now, this ended future aid to the Palestinian Authority until they stopped the pay-for-slay, or what's known as the Martyrs Fund. Now, in 2021... Joe Biden, in his first 100 days in office, violated the Taylor Force Act with a gift of $235 million in aid directly to the Palestinians. I haven't heard any of the Republicans talking about this. This was 2021. You can do a hell of a lot of damage with $235 million. Well, as it now stands, um, the Biden administration is telling us, and uh, this was like 30 seconds ago, uh, John Kirby telling reporters the $6 billion uh, that Iran is sitting on, has th- that money is still in the bank, hasn't been given to Iran. My question is, why is it still sitting in the Qatari bank? We ought to be bringing that money right back to America. Let's distribute that money to the victims, the American victims of, of, the, of Hamas. Well, when you get Andy Biggs on, ask him about this. It's known as the Taylor Force Act. We'll do that, Mike. Appreciate that call, and thank you for listening. 844-747-8868 is our number. You know, Donald Trump is catching a lot of fire from the Biden administration and also from Governor DeSantis over his comments about um, about Bibi Netanyahu, Benjamin Netanyahu, Bibi, Bibi is what they call him, uh, Trump yesterday uh, blasted Netanyahu and also uh, called out Hezbollah and said they were very smart. Now, I, I mean, I understand what Trump was trying to say here, but now you've got DeSantis out there saying that uh, that Trump is attacking Israel and he's, uh, he's defending the enemy. No, that's not what Trump was doing. Uh, clearly, Hezbollah, they're not stupid. It took them a long time to plan this attack. And clearly, Israel's got some problems because, as the story now goes, Israeli leadership said they had no idea this was happening. There are I have seen some reports out there. Egypt is saying that, hey, look, we alerted Israel three days ago that something, and this was prior to that, I mean, this before three days before the attack, they were alerting Israel that something was going down and that something was up. So I'm not, I, I, look, I get why DeSantis is doing this. I think this is a very bad way to go. This is what DeSantis says. It's absurd that anyone, much less someone running for president, would choose now to attack our friend and ally Israel, much less praise Hezbollah terrorist as very smart. I, I listened to the speech, and I don't get that President Trump was praising Hezbollah. He was not out there saying, all right, let's give him a round of applause, people. So for DeSantis to say this, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. But DeSantis is going gonna, is gonna to 
take it to Trump any way he can. I mean, were you offended by what President Trump said? Were you bothered? Were you put out by what the president said last night at that speech? 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. By the way, all this week, I forgot to mention this, Earl. It's National Coming Out Day or Coming Out Week now. It used to be a day, and now it's a week, which is different from Gay Pride Month. But now you've got National Coming Out Week. And a lot of kids in um, public schools are being urged to come out. I want to play some audio. This is a teacher, a fourth-grade teacher, explaining what happened in her classroom. Cut 15. Happy National Coming Out Day. I teach fourth grade, and I think that fourth grade is the perfect age for children to really start exploring their sexual orientation and gender identities. So an activity I did in my class today was I had children go into the closet, literally. I have a closet in my classroom, and I would have the kids one at a time go into the into the closet, and then they would come out and share with the class what their sexual orientation is. So, of course, we would celebrate, and I would give the kids that identify as 2SLGBTQIA+, a cupcake, a rainbow cupcake, the kids that came out and said they were straight i didn't give them anything because they're just contributing to an heteronormative society Uh, wow all right so if you're a fourth grader and you come out of that closet and you're not getting i don't know a bowl of fruit loops or something you know what you're going back in the closet and you're coming out announcing that you're gay and you want your cupcake i'm this is insane this is literally happening in a Taxpayer-funded classroom, folks. <laughs> wow. No, no, I don't. No, I don't know. I don't think fruity pebbles were on the cupcakes. I don't. That's inappropriate. I, we can't talk like that. I got to take a break here, folks. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Oh, I've got to tell you about our great friends over at Newsmax. They're doing some incredible work, all sorts of breaking news. They've been all over the Steve Scalise and the the controversy, the chaos surrounding the House Speakership. It's just insane. Millions, millions have made the switch to Newsmax because it's real news that you can trust. I watch it all the time. You should, too. President Trump says he loves Newsmax. That's huge. Newsmax is on all major cable systems, and if your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, give them a call and demand it. Folks, especially in days and times like this, you need to be watching Newsmax. And don't forget to download the Newsmax app on your iPhone or Android. It is absolutely free, and you can start watching it anytime. Get the Newsmax app right now. Get Newsmax at home and make the switch. You won't want to look back. I'm telling you. All right. um, New information on the death toll for Americans in Israel. And it's just, it's getting worse. 27 people now dead. 27 Americans now dead. 17, 18. They think it's 17 or 18 people that are missing. They don't know. They just genuinely do not know. But it's not looking good. This story out of Harvard. I, I I just love how people are fighting back. So 
look, a couple of days ago, you had, what, 34 student groups, and they put out the big statement. They're condemning Israel. They are standing with the terrorist, and now there's blowback, and it is delicious to watch. And we've, we've got to hear from, you know, Connor from Boston is, court, is, is our guy there. He's our correspondent, our millennial, undercover, driving his Tesla around Harvard Square. We've got to get his, we've got to get his take on this. But here's the latest. Uh, you've got a bunch of billionaires, CEOs, that are now demanding a blacklist. They want to create a list of all of the students who are members of this, these clubs, so if the club signed on to the letter condemning Israel, they want to know who those people are, and they want to circulate that that list so that companies will not hire these individuals. I think this is a brilliant idea. And the reason why is we should not be giving quarter to Jew haters in America. No anti-Semites. And I can't blame. Could you imagine that you're a business owner and you're looking for the best and the brightest and I don't think you're going to find them at Harvard, but you know, people say it's a good school. I think you'd get just a you'd get just as good of an education at a community college as you would Harvard, and save a few dollars. Do they have a Waffle House on campus, Dylan? Can we find out that information? Can we research? If there's not a Waffle House on Harvard's campus, there's really no reason to go there. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, the latest development. Somebody got a hold of all the names and the photos of the students that are in these clubs. And they decided to rent a truck. And there is now a truck driving around Harvard, literally displaying the names and the faces of the anti-Semites. I think this is beautiful. (laughs) By the way, they're calling it the... Hamas Harvard. That's what they're calling it, Hamas Harvard. So the digital screen, we're going to pop this up on the website. The digital screen, uh, it identifies the kids as Harvard's leading anti-Semites. And it names the 34 students who claimed Israel was entirely responsible for the Hamas attacks. The truck was launched by Accuracy in Media, and they said it's incredibly important to know who the hateful anti-Semites are in our society. And also they say it's important for people to know their actions have consequences. (laughs) I love it. I love this. Good for you. Good for you, accuracy in media. I think this is brilliant. Very well done. All right. Um, 844-747-8868 is our number. Uh, Coming up in just a little while, we're going to be talking to our friend, Dr. James Thorpe, over at the Wellness Company. Folks, you know, we talked about a few minutes ago just about being prepared for whatever's going to happen this day of jihad tomorrow. Look, this can happen anytime. It can happen anywhere. And that's why we need to be prepared. And uh, we're going to be talking to Dr. Thorpe. They have some great resources for you, life-saving drugs, you name it. Things you're going to need if the supply chain gets disrupted. So uh, check out this website, twc.health. That's easy to remember. twc.health, and you got to go check that out. Oh, uh, this is interesting news. Remember Dylan Mulvaney, the Bud Light dude, the dude in a dress? 
So he has just won, Mr. Mulvaney has just won a big award uh, from Virgin Atlantic. Uh, Cut 16, please. The Woman of the Year Award, supported by Virgin Atlantic, goes to Dylan Mulvaney. Hello, London! I am so honored to be here with you all tonight. And, you know, some see me as the woman of the year. Some see me as a woman of a year and some change, as I only publicly came out online 560 days ago. And some people don't see me as a woman at all. I know. Which is why receiving this honor from a queer publication like Attitude means so much more to me. Because here's what I've realized. You ready? Okay. So, no matter how hard I try, or what I wear, or what I say, or what surgeries I get, I will never reach an acceptable version of womanhood by those hateful people's standards. But as long as I have the queer community that sees me for my truth, I'm going to be okay. All right. uh, The fact of the matter is, sir, you still pee standing up. And it doesn't matter how many awards you get, you cannot change that unless you get the snip snip. And who knows? He could very well get the snip snip. But guess what? That's still not going to make you a woman. That is going to make you a freak, sir. A mutilated freak. Anyway, uh, I have a question about all of this. I, I don't mean to be controversial, but, you know, society celebrates Dylan Mulvaney. They say Dylan Mulvaney. Oh, thank you, Todd. (laughs) Uh, They say Dylan Mulvaney is the epitome of womanhood in America, right? That we we should aspire, women of America, you women of America should aspire to be like Dylan Mulvaney. You too should pee standing up, women of America. But beyond that, I want us to step back and just think about this for a moment. Della Mulvaney goes prancing about, right? He's prancing about, frolicking about, always wearing a skirt, a dress, always uh, being very um, skittish, always uh, shrieking, and um, always in the kitchen. So I'm just curious here. Is the message that the perfect woman should always wear a dress and high heels and should stay in the kitchen? Is that is that the message here from Dylan Mulvaney? Is that the message from society that you really can't be a woman unless you're a man in a dress, making a sandwich in the kitchen? I, I'm just asking. That's all I'm – that's the point of this radio program, ladies and gentlemen, to provide observations – on the big stories of the day. I do want to go back to the, oh, did we find out, Dylan, any word on Waffle House at Harvard? Oh, they do not. There is no Waffle House. All right. What about a Chick-fil-A? Yeah, I don't think so. All right. Appreciate it. It makes sense now. It really does. By the way, could you imagine a kid from Harvard in the middle of a Waffle House and a fight breaks? (laughs) That'd be brutal. I want to go back to this teacher who's shoving the kids in the closet, literally. So this teacher, we don't know who she is. She hasn't identified herself, but we're hunting down that information. We're going to find out what school this happened at. 
Anyway, she's got the fourth grade kids. And what is that, 11 years old, 10, 11 years old, fourth grade? So she's making these kids come to terms with their sexuality. And she's shoving the kids into the into the closet, a physical closet, and then the kids have to come out one by one and announce, you know, I don't know. You walk into the closet and you're little Lisa, and all of a sudden you come out and you're Larry. No, it's just weird. But this is what was happening. I want to play this audio again. Um, cut 15. Happy National Coming Out Day. I teach fourth grade, and I think that fourth grade is the perfect age for children to really start exploring their sexual orientation and gender identities. So an activity I did in my class today was I had children go into the closet, literally. I have a closet in my classroom, and I would have the kids one at a time go into into the closet, and then they would come out and share with the class what their sexual orientation is. So, of course, we would celebrate, and I would give the kids that identify as 2SLGBTQIA+, a cupcake, a rainbow cupcake. The kids that came out and said they were straight, I didn't give them anything because they're just contributing to a heteronormative society. Uh, by the way, what is 2SL? Is that like a two-legged I I don't know what that means. But anyway, that's part of the new whole LGBT equation. Uh, the teacher... The teacher will be identified. We will track down who this individual is, and she doesn't belong anywhere near a, a a classroom filled with children. But I'm curious, moms, dads, grandmas, and grandpas, if you've got fourth graders, is that what they're talking about? Are they, are they talking about the, their sex and, and their gender? Is, is that a conversation that the, the kids are having on the playground these days? Does your child come home and announce that they're going to be a 2SL? I mean, here in the Memphis area, we probably have kids that wear a 3XL, but that's because we have great food around here. That has nothing to do with sexual identity. So I'm just curious. And what kind of cupcakes did she give the gay children? And why were the why were the straight kids punished? Anybody want to explain that one? Could you imagine the poor straight kids coming out? You don't get anything. You sit down, you heteronormative moron. No cupcake for you, sweetheart. And what's up with the teacher's voice? Hello. Hello. Happy National Coming Out Day. Jeez, it looks like Rosie O'Donnell and the other chick on The View gave birth to a child together. And that's the offspring. Oh, Joy Behar. Thank you, Dylan. Uh, Got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. I um, want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We've been talking a lot today about being prepared this National Day of Jihad that is um, that we're expecting to happen. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if anything is going to happen. But the key is that you've got to be prepared no matter what happens in the world. And that brings me to our next guest from the wellness company, Dr. James Thorpe. Uh, Dr. Thorpe, hope you're doing well today. Well, Todd, thank you so much for having me back on your platform. It's an honor and a privilege. You know, Dr. Thorpe, we're we're talking about the you know these global supply chains. Uh, there's a lot of concern about what's happening in the Middle East right now. 
But that could also threaten the availability of of important things like these life-saving drugs uh, that folks you can find at TWC.health. It's absolutely a very important point, Todd. You know, the confusion and the purposeful uh, by our government uh, restriction of many of these potentially life-saving drugs is of great concern. Uh, uh, the, the supply chains are of great concern. So uh, the events in the Middle East, the projected shortages by our, gov- our own government and the threats of new pandemics, these are all of great concern. Um, we know that the healthcare systems are captured by our corrupt government. Our corrupt government is off the rails. So please, um, audience who is listening, the most important thing you can do is be aware of what's coming. Do not take the vaccines. Do not trust the government and do not trust the healthcare systems that are captured by the government. Come to the wellness company. The wellness company is not focused on profit. We are focused on health and wellness through the use of safe and effective nutraceuticals and repurposed medications. Uh, Of utmost importance, every family in the United States of America or globally should have an emergency medical kit. We have an excellent one at the wellness company, the emergency medical kit. Several other parallel healthcare systems have these as well. But it's important that you get one, at least one per household. When you need these life-saving drugs, they will not be available to you when needed. Even if in the status quo, these are difficult to get off hours on weekends from your regular physician. Have them available in your home. All right. Well, doctor, we appreciate you coming on the program real quick. We're up against a hard break with all the breaking news. But again, folks, um, the the issue here is, and what we were scheduled to talk about, was uh, the fact that the supply chains uh, being disrupted could threaten the availability of these life-saving drugs, which is what we were supposed to be talking about today. Uh, Doctor, we appreciate you coming on the program. TWC.health is the website. Again, TWC.health, uh, the wellness company, one of the sponsors here of the Todd Stearns radio program. All right, uh, coming up, uh, we've got Congressman Andy Biggs uh, joining us. Um, we're also still trying to track down con- uh, our good friend, former Congressman Dave Bratt. They are in the middle of a major summit for chief executive officers. It's called CEO Summit 2023. Uh, they literally have hundreds of of uh, of some of the, the the biggest companies in America on campus at Liberty University, and they're doing some incredible work. Uh, you can get information about that over at liberty.edu. Also, folks, just want to remind you, head over to wherever you buy your books and get yourself a copy, um, a pre-order copy of my new book. It'll be out in bookstores in March, but we've already launched the pre-order sales, and uh, that's very helpful for our publishing company, Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? That's Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? And uh, we would love for you to check that out and uh, get a pre-ordered copy of the the book. 
Um, again, and by the way, we're just getting information uh, that Congressman Andy Biggs has canceled on us. This is two days in a row that the congressman has done this, um, and we're not quite sure why. I suspect it has something to do with the ultimate chaos right now up on Capitol Hill where you have Republicans who have made – and let me just set aside the rhinos for just a minute. It's the conservatives that are responsible for the chaos that's happening right now. These people – they threw a grenade, blew everything up, and they had no plan. And now there is chaos. So, look, if you're going to go after McCarthy, fine, go after McCarthy, but you got to have a plan. And now they don't, and people like Congressman Biggs, who has been a regular guest on this program, they're all running for the hills because they don't want to address the issue at hand, which is why we didn't have a plan. And now we don't have a speaker. And the nation's on the verge of war. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. Starnes. And welcome, everybody, to the Todd Starnes Radio Program, Hour 3 of the Big Show. Great to have you with us today. By the way, some breaking news coming in from Israel. The IDF now says that Hamas no longer has control across parts of Gaza. So uh, well done, Israeli troops, as uh, they continue uh, to bombard the Islamic radicals that control Gaza. We're going to keep you updated on those developments, also the State Department now saying 27 Americans have now been confirmed killed in Israel. We told you a few moments ago about uh, the situation at Harvard University. Accuracy in media now is um, driving across campus in a truck uh, promoting the names of college students that are uh, that have signed onto a letter blaming Israel. Also, we understand that a number of CEOs of major corporations are calling for a list of the students so they can make sure those people don't get hired by their companies. Can't say I blame them. So good for you, Accuracy and Media. Want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line? Good to have with us from Liberty University our good friend, former congressman, Dr. Dave Brandt with us, uh, who is uh, knee-deep in a major, major conference that's taking place right now. Uh, Dave, good to have you back with us. Yeah, hey, Todd. Can you hear me good? You're coming in loud and clear, Dr. Bratt. Right. So let's talk about the big conference. Uh, you guys uh, have, uh, wow, dozens and dozens of chief executive officers holding a big summit on campus. Uh, what are you guys up to? Yeah, well, uh, today was just phenomenal day. Speaking of the news, uh, we had our first panel. We got 500 CEOs, 200 students with us, uh, a, a huge Africa contingent, four ambassadors from African countries. Uh, we started off today with the former Secretary of Defense, the former Secretary of Veterans Affairs, three-star General Kellogg. Uh, it's just a phenomenal uh, panel on national defense. Everyone loved it. Uh, they all are, are true patriots. 
uh, a lot of them uh, just great Christians in the faith. And uh, to hear that combination of just, you know, patriotism, the Judeo-Christian tradition, and uh, military readiness uh, on panel one. The second panel was on China, and we had Frank Gaffney, who is, you know, head of the uh, the uh, Reagan coalition back on the Soviet Union, and now he's uh, running the same coalition on uh, China. So we had several of the ch- world's uh, leading China experts with us on that panel, and uh, everyone here uh, that's, uh, you know, listening, sitting in is just, cannot believe the synthesis all the ideas fit together right it's the way harvard used to be uh their motto used to be truth for christ in church and so you know we hope we get we get them back on that path uh but at liberty uh the truth is the truth and it's all kind of uh fitting together in this uh, narrative that uh, you're covering today as well and you know dr brand i'm i'm curious when when you when you do conferences like this sometimes they're there's a confluence of world events that maybe um, maybe those conversations are addressed. Has that become what's happening in the Middle East? Are, are you guys hearing about that from the CEOs and from the defense leaders that were uh, doing the panel earlier today? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it all just naturally flows into that, right? A few weeks ago, we may have been a little bit more on fiscal affairs, but we had uh, you know former Secretary of State Pompeo with us Tuesday night. And so, you know, I had questions in my mind weeks ago, but then, no, the, the, yeah, the news took over. And, uh, you know, so it was just great hearing the perspective of, you know, Hamas uh, and then the Hezbollah up north, right? There's hints of that. And then further north is Iran. And, uh, and then all of it's, you know, not all of it's directly funded, but they're all friends with China. And so, uh, yeah, it all fits together. And uh, unfortunately, we don't get, uh, you know, that picture of those dr- dominoes that could all go in order uh, and we'll be in, in, a, in a deep, deep mess. And, and uh, you know, it, the last time Israel went up just against Hezbollah, it was a, uh, a tight one. And, uh, but, you know, Iran and China, boy, you're, you're talking uh, some scary times. But what I find fascinating about what, what you're doing at Liberty there is, again, bringing in these top world leaders, top national uh, leaders, executives of major companies, and and yet it's yeah. all framed and bathed in Judeo-Christian teachings and philosophy. Uh, that doesn't happen at a lot of these major universities around the, the country, Dr. Brad. Yeah, well, thank you for that, and uh, that's why I'm here, uh, because uh, I, I want to uh, be in a community like this. We got our head on straight, uh, and it, it, it's it's the current administration, the the narrative just does not hold. Uh, 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 They're they're coming out. We we love Israel, but then there's conflicting narratives coming from the podiums uh, at the White House, et cetera. And uh, it's very confused. Uh, We're at liberty. You know, the love for Israel is not confused at all. And uh, the the love for our country, uh, you know, our, the border, I ran on the border issue 10 years ago in 14. And uh, it, it, boy, have things changed. Now I got the mayor of New York City and the mayor of Chicago with me. Who would have thought that could happen, right? I mean, it's, and, and that's a national security issue now. Uh, and the data are coming in to prove that. The, uh, the number of the uh, of Chinese CCP infiltration coming across the border, the numbers are already staggering. And those are just the folks we know about. 
On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now, our good friend from Liberty University, uh, Dr. Dave Brandt. They're having a major conference ramping up today, the CEO Summit 2023, Networking the Nations. Dr. Brandt, what is the end goal here? I mean, you, you bring all these people to campus. Uh, what, wh- yeah. what do you hope happens at the end of the day? Well, number one is always God, right? We get together and uh, we, we celebrate our first principle, that's, that's God, and in the Christian tradition, of course, it's Jesus, and then uh, we celebrate that. And then secondly, uh, you bring in uh, 500 CEOs to give our, our, our students great opportunities for internships, to get them in the job pipelines connected with all these great firms uh, with great leadership. Uh, and then we hope to uh, help Africa, which is disconnected now and being taken advantage of by China. And so we're forming, and you know, 600 million Christians in sub-Saharan Africa uh, are friends who love us. And so they're overjoyed uh, to be making connections here. Uh, and then our students get to, you know, we had the first night was with Pompeo and the students all got to sit with the CEO at their table and network and gain knowledge and wisdom and, uh, and, and, and get some of the best counsel they're getting. That's, that's hopefully that's what education is supposed to be doing. So just ton of objectives and, uh, they all work together. I, I love it. And, and folks, this is something that is very unique to Liberty university and, and especially to, to young students uh, listening, maybe you're looking for a place to go to school. This is the kind of education you're going to, you're just not going to be getting the book smarts smarts, but you're going to be getting the hands-on learning and the networking, Dr. Brandt. I think the networking is is a key thing here, a key component. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I used, I was an economist for 20 years, and I ran regressions and did all the statistics on education. And the, the things that showed up in the data that explained high test scores is your dad's income and your mother's education level. But the real number one that's hard to measure is what you just said. It's your peer group. And not only that does that affect your grades, but that affects the 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 the, the development of your soul as, as a human being. And if you don't get that right when you're young, if that goes off kilter, everything else in your life will go off kilter. And well, so we 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 every day the faculty work with the students on on uh, developing the faith, maturing into faith, uh, and intellectual growth side by side. I love it, and 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 and. On top of all of that, and probably the, the most important thing, is that you're raising up a new generation of champions for Christ, which is the Liberty motto, uh, Dr. Brat, and, and I just think that is absolutely yeah. tremendous. Yeah, no, it's, it is fantastic. And uh, those champions go out, and they're a light. You know, there are a lot of hurting people these days. And unfortunately, Christianity, sometimes, you know, Christianity is perceived as like we're holier than thou. Uh, we think we're better than other people, or that uh, the truth is far from that. We're all, we're all sinners. That's the one thing we all have in common. But we're thankful. We're a bunch of thankful uh, people, and so hopefully we're full of joy. Uh, so if the Christian uh, thing gets you nervous uh, for some reason, uh, and you think uh, you know everyone's going to be playing holier than now, that's that's not Liberty University, and that's not Christianity. We're here to love everybody and to help them uh, grow intellectually and spiritually. You know, I think I've got four. We have four Liberty University students working in my company. And, wow. you know, for, and, so, and we super. love them. Hard, hard workers, Good. great workers. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's what we're hearing. It, it is amazing hearing these. We, we've got top CEOs, right, from the top 30 
Fortune 500s in the top 30 Fortune 500s with us here. Uh, and then we had, you know, former Secretary of Defense, former Attorney General, former Secretary of this, Generals, everybody. And, but it's funny, at the highest level, you know, you want to know what they say matters more than anything else is your ethic and your work, work ethic and your character, right? And so they say, we'll teach you the rest. You can learn the rest. But the, but the piece that you really have to get straight to be successful is that drive. And most of these CEOs, I just sat on a panel with five CEOs. They all came from poverty. A few of them were, were treated horribly by their parents. They grew up in one-room homes uh, with a, only a mom, one, one senior guy from Africa with no parents. And yet they manage billion-dollar companies now. And so don't ever let the world tell you you can't do it. This place just rings of second chances and people who, once they turned that corner and, and, and found God and became thankful with a positive heart, when you got a positive heart, everything starts to go better for you. Just much better way to live your life. Well said. Amen to that. Well, Dr. Brat, we know you're a busy guy, and we appreciate you taking a few moments. Just wanted to let our audience know what you guys are up to at Liberty, and this is very, very exciting, and we appreciate your time today. Yeah, you're the best, Todd. God bless you. Thanks, everybody. All right, Dr. Dave Brad, everybody over at uh, Liberty University heading up the big CEO Summit 2023. Can you imagine? And just think about this for a moment. You're a you're a kid at Liberty University. You're going to school. You've got what? Uh, you, you know, maybe you've you've grown up and you didn't have a lot of resources. Maybe coming from a poor family, and then you are a business major, and you're sitting at a table eating a meal with a Fortune 500 CEO. I mean, that that's just that doesn't happen at universities around the nation, but it is happening at Liberty University. Liberty.edu is the, the website, Liberty.edu. Folks, you got to go check it out. And if you're a student looking to get a not just a good education, but a great education and to network and and it's been I can't I cannot say enough good things about the Liberty grads that have been working with our company. They are doing an incredible job. Uh, all right, I got to take a break here. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. We'll be right back. You know what he's saying? We say, we will liberate the land. There you go. We will liberate the land by any means necessary. We will liberate the land. By any means necessary. She sounds like Minnie Mouse. What's going on up there? That's that's the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And uh, those are uh, young people, college students, chanting glory to the murderers, uh, talking about uh, Hamas. They're literally celebrating the slaughter of the Jews at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. Can we not just can we not just petition our elected leaders to defund these public universities? Honestly, if that's the only thing Congress is able to accomplish, it will be well worth it. We will have saved the nation if that could happen. By the way, um, John Kirby talking about the uh, the Americans still left in Israel, folks. <laughs> we'll play this audio. Uh, cut number thirteen. I'll have some things to say. I want to start with the efforts to get Americans out 
of Israel right now. I think Senator Josh Hawley sort of summed it up, what, what many people are asking. Here's a, a social media post he, he put out. He said, quote, for the second time in two years, Americans are stranded in a war zone. What's the plan to get them out? How can you answer that question? Well, a couple of things here. First of all, uh, commercial flights are still going in and out of Ben Gurion Airport, so that's always an option for those who may want to leave. There are still some viable ground routes, uh, and we're exploring many other options as well uh, uh, to see if there's uh, other things that we could do to help Americans who want to leave. Um, there are many Americans who uh, live and work in Israel. Uh, for many of them, it's home, and uh, and they don't want to leave. Uh, so we are we are mindful, though, that, that there could be some uh, who using the commercial options or the ground route options are either yep. not feasible or affordable. And so we are actively exploring other options. I hear you uh, actively exploring and that there's commercial and, and ground options, John, but Fiji, Hungary, and South Korea have already used airlines to evacuate people out. Canada and Germany have announced evacuation flights in the coming days. So how is it that we are seemingly behind several countries on this front? I think I would take issue with you that we're behind anybody here. Uh, we have been exploring options and continue to do that. And I would just say stay tuned. I think we'll have more to say very soon about uh, what some of those options are going to look like. Okay, enough American. So in other words, they don't have a plan. It, that's the problem. So you need to get out. That's what you need to do. If you're in Israel right now, you need to get out. All right, let's go to the phones here. Jeff in Georgia listening to us on WDUN. Hi, Jeff. What's going on? Yes, sir. I had a question for you. Do, do you believe that the churches, because of what the guy said about Friday and all that kind of stuff, should they uh, beef up some security and stuff like that for protection? Jeff, I think that I think that all churches should already have security teams in place uh, based on the threats that are out there all the time. Yes, sir. I, I just know that you know, uh, you know, there's always been persecution, but I think it's going to end up hitting hard. But, I, you know, a lot of people, they take the security issue and stuff like this with a grain of salt. But I just wondered what you thought about that, because, you know, this thing like it could be a real deal, you know, this time. Do you think that churches ought to have security, Jeff? Yes, sir, I, I do. I think they ought to take it seriously and be ready and prepared for something to happen. Well, I, I yeah, I completely agree with that. And I've covered enough church shootings um, several of them in person. I've been I've been to cover these, and they're just horrible. Um, and and I think that we should, as Christians, we should engage our constitutional rights, and we should protect our church houses. It makes perfect sense. Last night, I went to the Memphis Jewish Community Center. We had over a thousand people there, Jeff. It was just remarkable. But you better believe there was a whole lot of security there. You got you just you just have to. Yes, sir. Uh, and that was my question for you. Now, thank you very much. All right, Jeff. Appreciate that call. And thank you for listening. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. By the way, Morgan State University, they had that shooting on campus. That's a historically black school. You know what they want to do? This is wow. Amazing. Uh, they want to build a wall around the campus. That's what they want to do. All right. Got to take a break. And by the way, yeah, we are seeing lots of security, heavy presence around synagogues and Jewish schools, as it should be. We'll be right back, folks.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.